Wealth Building for Latinas. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina money, business coach, speaker, and first-gen investor on a mission to teach Latinas how to stop overworking and learn their money story and start building wealth. Hello, Vici Mujer. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to episode number five. Five reasons why managing your finances feels so uncomfortable. I want to start talking to you about the main reason why you haven't been able to get out of debt or the main reason why you still don't see yourself as a future millionaire. And that is the scarcity mindset. So a scarcity mindset is the belief that you have around yourself or money, the belief that no matter how hard you try, you're never gonna get out of debt. The belief that you have that no matter how many times you keep fighting for your salary, is never gonna happen. The belief that you have that everybody else can be a millionaire except you. So we have to start unlearning some of that scarcity mindset and the belief that we have around money. One of the things that I suggest my clients do when they start working with me is actually listening to those thoughts that they have. And once they identify the thought that they have, I always invite them to start journaling about it. Now, If you don't like journaling, I totally understand because I actually don't like doing that a whole lot. I do it because it helps me. I I self-coach myself on a lot of things. But the reason why I don't like doing it, it's because I have a horrible handwriting. But I do use even some of the apps on my phone to gather my thoughts. So Let's just go back to how you can train your scarcity money mindset to become an abundant mindset. So and identify the thought that you have around money. Let's say that one of your beliefs is that no matter how hard you try, you're never going to get out of debt. Because that's a belief that a lot of us had had at some point and Maybe it's the belief that you have today when you're listening to the podcast. So if that is your belief, I want you to challenge that belief by asking yourself, what are the things that I am doing to get out of debt? Maybe you started a budget, a spending plan, but you haven't been able to follow through. Maybe you try and work for a week, maybe two, maybe even a month or two, but then you just gave up, right? So if that is that belief that you have, I want you to challenge it by saying, what are the things that I can do to get back on track? Because when you start having a budget and you've never done it, it's hard to commit to something, right? Think about your budget or your spending plan as the day that you started doing something that you weren't good at, good at yet. Maybe it was start working now, right? You didn't go full force the first few days. 
maybe you went a day and skip three, maybe you went back and skip two, right? So managing your finances is the same. It's all about creating the habits and start training your mindset. So we need to stop thinking that wealth is not for us. We need to stop thinking that wealth is for everybody else that doesn't look like us. And if you haven't listened to the podcast episode on, I believe it's number three, on why building wealth as a first-gen Latina matters, go ahead and listen to that episode because it's super, super good to help you with money mindset. So a scarcity mindset is something that all of us experience, by the way. It's not just you. You're not the only one that feels helpless at times because I felt that too at some point when I was trying to pay up pay up debt I still feel that some days as I start to do more things in my business and my financial goals and so you have to allow yourself to feel that thought and then challenge it by saying is this really my thought or is it my mom's my tios who is in my head right now and once you do that then start looking around at the things that you're actually doing. If that belief that you you are never going to get out of debt, what are you doing to help you move to the next level? So that's reason number one. Reason number two is that con- conditioning that we have around our money, our dinero. We have this idea that we have to physically and mentally work hard for our money. And your feelings are valid. The reason why you feel that way is not wrong because your whole life, that's all you've seen, right? You've seen your parents having to work long hours. Maybe your brother, your sister, everyone is working physically and mentally hard for their money. And so when you don't have to do that, it feels uncomfortable. And this conditioning has been around for generations. That's why it feels uncomfortable for you to wrap your head around the fact that managing money is easy. Because everyone in your family, in our community, they have to work hard for it. So challenge that conditioning, challenge that belief that earning money has to feel hard. Because it doesn't. Then the reason number three why managing your finances feels so uncomfortable is because financial literacy wasn't that at home and school. Let me say that again. Financial literacy wasn't that to you at home or in school. So at home, chances are that you grew up watching your parents, your familia, your family have a lot of money struggles, right? Maybe they live paycheck to paycheck. Maybe they were in debt and they have to hide, right? Back in the days, we have people coming to our house to ask for their money. And so if you grew up seeing some of that, 
chances are that you feel super uncomfortable around money because there's these beliefs that money and debt is bad. So your parents didn't teach you about financial literacy at home because they were trying to survive. They didn't learn that from their parents because their parents didn't know that, right? Some of you are first-gen professionals, um, even immigrants right that come from from countries where money was scarce and nobody talk about money so understanding that financial literacy wasn't taught at home is going to help you understand that the reason why you don't know about it is because they don't teach it at home and if you grew up in a latino household you were probably encouraged to keep money matters private right like hey if, if you just witness uh, me fighting with your mom, don't go tell your tias, right? Don't go tell your aunts. Don't, don't go tell your grandma. And so you were exposed to financial trauma. That is a form of financial trauma. And then at school, the, the school system doesn't teach us about financial literacy because they are prepping people to become workers to become people that go and find a nine to five right and so they don't want us to learn how to build wealth there is a lot of professional people even some of the clients that i've served that have a doctoral college doctoral degree and they don't understand how money works because that wasn't something that people like us were encouraged to learn so it doesn't matter if you have a high school education, it doesn't matter if you have a college degree. There is a lot of us that are financially um, illiterate. And I was one of those people for almost two decades, right? I was managing money for my former employer. I knew about accounting. I know I knew about um, business finances and all of these things, but I had no clue how to take care of my personal finances. So you have to understand that that's one of the reasons why managing your money feels uncomfortable. The other thing is taxes. We have this crazy belief that paying taxes is a bad thing. Paying taxes is not a bad thing. You have to unlearn that as well. I remember when it, when I first got my job, I was, I want to say 16, 17 years old, asking someone how to fill out my, my form for work. And I remember somebody telling me, oh, just, just, pre just write down that you have you know, uh, more dependence than you normally have. And I was, I was, like I said, uh, 16, 17 years old. So I had no idea what I was doing, but I do remember somebody told me this and say, you want to put more people on your tax form because you don't want to pay more taxes. Right. And I didn't listen. I ended up going to talk to my employer about it. Right. But like that, right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm having this flashback on this conversation, right? Like this belief that paying taxes is bad. You have the ability to learn how to leverage your employer-sponsored programs 
to reduce your taxable income, therefore reduce your taxes. So this is something that you have to learn as well. And this is something that I teach through my private coaching program with the clients that I serve. So I learned that idea and the belief that taxes are bad because taxes are not bad. Paying taxes isn't bad. In fact, you should be looking at the possibility of earning more money so you can pay taxes without feeling like it's a burden on you. And remember that when you pay taxes, this is how the public libraries, the school system, even the highways get funded. So I learned that belief that taxes are bad. Because if you're thinking about, oh, I'm just going to keep ignoring my finances so I don't have to pay taxes, you're doing it wrong. And also when you have, let's say you have a home, you have a mortgage, all of the money that you pay on your mortgage, you actually get a credit, a tax credit for on the principal that you pay on the interest, excuse me, that you pay on the home. So you have to learn how taxes work. That way you're, you know, managing your finances doesn't feel uncomfortable and you don't need to know everything by the way. You can hire a CPA, you can talk to a tax preparer, all these people that have the knowledge. When I say you need to learn about taxes, I don't mean go and grab books at the library um, so you can learn, that means go and ask those questions, right? Go ask someone that has the knowledge that you don't have. And lastly, I want to tell you the reason why managing your dinero feels so uncomfortable. And that is because of the lack of systems for your finances. For example, some of you, most of you, I want to say, have a single checking account and a single savings account for your dinero for your money so when you don't have the systems in place for your finances to manage their finances it's like trying to cook something without a recipe and hoping that everything is gonna taste good I know I've done it. I've done into the kitchen or I've gone into the kitchen trying to make something amazing and I don't know how to do it. And I just pretend I know what I'm doing. I, I make a mess and then it tastes horrible, right? So think about your finances and the systems that you need for your finances as if you were literally cooking something. So I'm not just going to tell you that you don't have the systems. In today's podcast, I'm actually going to share with you some of the systems that you need to have for your finances. So I'm going to talk to my busy mujer who has a nine to five job and has an employer that pays her by out of deposit or direct deposit. I want you to log in into your employer portal, wherever it is that you have access to request your PTO, wherever you have access to enter your bank account and just confirm how many accounts you have. Chances are that you have either a single checking account or a checking account and a savings account, right? Now, if you do have one single checking account, that's great. So how that is working is when your employer is paying you, all of your money is going into one account or a bucket. 
what you need to do is you need to create more buckets or more accounts for your money to be automatically transferred into these buckets or into these accounts so you don't have to manually do it. Because when you think about that, that, the thought of I have to transfer money, I have to look at my finances, I have to do all of these, that's when the scarcity mindset hits. That's when the scarcity mindset is telling you, oh, don't look at it. You know you don't have enough. You know you're going to continue to live paycheck to paycheck. Just keep ignoring, right? And, and then some of some of you are even religious, right? You have this idea of like, oh, you know, like Dios proverá. I'm going to have more later, right? Because I had those beliefs too. I grew up in a Catholic household where everything was left to God, right? But we have to take care of ourselves. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to open a new account that is called an HSA. It's a high yield savings account. This is a savings account that has a higher interest rate than a regular savings account. Chances are that you are not going to find a high yield savings account at your local bank. So you might have to look for an online bank and that's okay. So again, then the, the type of account that you should have is called a high yield savings account. And in that account from your employer portal where your employer deposits your paycheck, I want you to go back and add that HSA to that account, to the, to the employee account that you have. So when you get paid every week, bi-weekly, monthly, some of the money that comes from your paycheck gets automatically transferred into an HSA. Now your HSA shouldn't read HSA one, two, three, four, five account. It should read stability fund. That is your emergency fund that you should have if you don't have one. And that is three to six months worth of your monthly expenses. If you have kids and a husband, I recommend that you have at least a year worth of your monthly expenses. And I don't want you to think of this account as your emergency fund. I want you to think of this account as your stability fund because no one should be saving for an emergency. When you start saving for an emergency, that's when the scarcity mindset comes back and says, hey, remember me? I'm here. So we need to start rewarding and rethinking the way we think about the things we do. So again, now you have your regular checking account where your employer puts money. Now you have your HSA. And then I want you to add a third account. And this can be a regular checking account. And that account is your feeling wealthy account. This account is going to be getting funded every month, every time you get paid. And the money that goes into this account is the money that you're going to use to do fun things like getting your nails done, going to get the massage, going to get the ice cream that you like going to the movies, going out to eat with your girlfriends, whatever it is, right? Maybe taking your kids to the movies. 
this feeling wealthy account is the money that you have available to spend without feeling guilty. And this account should have the money that you need after you pay your debts, your mortgage, yourself, right? After you pay your um, investments, after you invested for retirement through your employer-sponsored programs or your Roth IRA, all of these accounts, right? So the Feeling Wealthy account is an account that every mujer needs to have because we need to be able to enjoy life today. No one should be saving money for when they're 50, 65, 70, and then, okay, now I have enough money and I'm going to go spend it, right? We need to start balancing the now and the later, the future. So open that account as well. And now you have three systems in place to help you manage your finances and help you feel more comfortable when it comes to talking about money, managing your finances, and you're not going to have these reasons why managing your money feels uncomfortable. You see, everything we do when it comes to money is 90% mental, and sometimes it's 1% about the money, right? Some of you have the money, you just don't have the systems to automate things the systems to challenge your money beliefs the systems to unlearn the conditioning all of the things that we've been taught by our parents and it's not that they were teaching us the wrong thing but it's just that they were doing the only things they knew but you're not your parents you are an amazing mujer an ambitious mujer who wants to build generational wealth and that's why you have to start implementing these systems today. I don't want you to listen to the podcast and forget about what I just told you to do. I want you to really implement these changes within the next few days. Don't postpone. Don't just ignore. Because I'm giving you some of the things that my coaching clients pay me to, to teach them. And... I want to give you more than that. I want you to tell me what are some of the things that you need to help you get out of debt, to help you with money mindset. Because you were not meant to be in debt for life. No one should be in debt forever. Nobody should be paying student loans for 5, 10, 20, 30 years. It, it's all about the systems that you have to help you manage the uncomfortableness of your dinero, right? And the other thing I want to add, which I know I, I said five reasons, but I have to give you one more, right? Is having conversations with friends around money. Ask them, what are their money goals? What are their money thoughts? How are they doing things, right? Sometimes we have the friend that brags about the new home, the new car, right? Like all of these things. And we feel jealous, which is normal, right? But ask them, hey, how are you doing that? How are you able to have a beautiful home and a beautiful car? What are you doing that I don't know, right? 
And you can use your own words however you talk to your friends. But sometimes we see other people winning. We see other people having all of these things. And then we start going back to the scarcity mindset, right? Like why her and not me? And you don't even have a clue if your friend is putting her car or her clothing on credit, right? Like you have no clue. You're making assumptions. So I want you to go back and ask people. I want you to have money conversations with yourself. Think about the goals that you want. Maybe there's something that you want to do in terms of investing in your in yourself, your personal development, right? Maybe you want to go and spend a week, three days learning something in Vegas, San Francisco, New York. Who knows, right? So think about your own goals that the investments that are going to help you grow the investments that are going to help you get to the next level and plan for those this is why automating your finances is so important so again don't forget to go into your employer portal and add those accounts but you first have to open them by the way And then if you are an entrepreneur who has unstable income, right, that you're not sure when you're going to get your next client, I want you to create a plan and commit to finding the clients that you need to make money in your business. Because if you're having a business and not making money, that's a very expensive hobby, right? So think about how many clients you need to bring every month to help you pay yourself, pay your your monthly bills, and even give you more money so you can start investing for retirement. And I want you to also tell me what are some of the topics that you want me to talk about in the podcast. So feel free to reach out to me. You can send me a message on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can go on the website that I have for you, which by the way, if you haven't checked it out, I have amazing resources for you. I have templates. I have calculators. I have so many things. And these are the things that I've been working on for the last four years. So anytime I create something new, I go ahead and use it or place it into the library that I have for you. You have access to this podcast. Uh, You have access to guests that are coming to the podcast. So start having those money conversations and start implementing them today. Thank you for listening. I want to know if you are committing to the challenge that I'm giving you of creating the systems for your dinero. And if you are, I want you to take a screenshot of the podcast. And tag me on Instagram at Viva La Valle and Finance. Thank you for listening. Mujeres, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you found value on this episode, don't forget to share it with your amigas. And don't forget to subscribe whenever you listen to podcasts to be notified when the next episode releases. It would also mean the world to me if you can make time out of your busy mujer schedule to write a review for us on Apple Podcast. 
Are you spending time on social? So are we. Come say hola to us. You can find us on IG under at Viva La Budget and Finance. And if you are ready to take charge of your finances and your dinero, check out the show notes to get started and apply to work with us. Hasta la próxima, Bici Mujer.